0: My name's Kimberly and I'm founder of Huga in the Early Years, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training and inspiration. With all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing their well-being and self-care. So, hi, welcome to episode three of this season's podcast, where we're taking a look into my latest book, Bringing Huga into the Early Years. And if you've got a copy of the book, you can grab it now as we walk through chapter three today, which is all about becoming present. So, we're going to be sharing some of the top tips that I um, share in my book with you today, and hopefully, you can can start to make a positive difference to your life. So, let's get stick in. So I'm going to start by saying that in order for us to feel Hugo, we need to be living in this moment right now by noticing the world around us. But as our world gets faster, busier, and things are becoming more and more instant, I feel like we can really lose track of appreciating what we've got right now. And often we're working flat out. We're struggling to switch off on an evening and on weekends and relax. And none of this is good for us. It's not good for our well-being. It's not good for our teaching. And we're not going to feel like we're giving the best of ourselves in what we do in our life when we're working in this way. So it's really important that we learn to tune into ourselves and tune into that present moment. So I'm going to give you some top tips today about how you can do it Um, and also if you've sort of been listening to my podcast for a while you'll know that I talk about this lots but it's a really good reminder because often we do have um, sort of Phases of our life that do become a little bit more busy again and so it's just good to tune back into the fact of right let's slow down things have got a little bit busier things have got a little bit more out of balance out of sync so let's just go back to what's important so hopefully this will act as a good reminder for you in our podcast this week so let's begin by sharing um, a little case study from my member, Heather Gibson, whose little house on the green and Heather is a childminder. So this is um, how Heather has been experiencing Huger for herself in her practice. So before I discovered Huger, I always felt stressed and overworked with no time for myself or family or my friends. My work life as a teacher and now as a childminder completely took over and I was just so busy that I wasn't actually living my life. I was just surviving. Hooga has totally transformed my world and I'm so much happier now. I've discovered that I love to be in nature and I've regained my home by creating a space that's cosy and inviting rather than like a school classroom. Learning about hygge has given me the confidence to slow learning down, which has had an amazing effect on both mine and the children's well-being. I've learned how to use light, mirrors and nature to create enchanting provision and bring that excitement into the children's play. I love creating cozy little spaces for the children to curl up with a favorite book and small worlds for the children to lose themselves in their imaginations. Huga is having such a positive impact on my life, my family's life and the lives of the children I care for. Hugo will always be part of my life now. I just wish that I discovered it earlier. So there we go. Heather is learning that we can slow down. And once we start to slow down, we start to appreciate those precious moments that we've got. And I feel it's important to remember because urgency was once saved for a one-off deadline or special occasion, but now I feel like it's just urgency every single day. Um, and actually, we need to just take a pause, regain our perspective and take stock of the tasks that we're doing each day. Now, if you tuned into last week's podcast episode, we actually created our not-to-do list, which looked at the way you spend your time so that you can try and reclaim some time back. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, do tune in and take a listen and have a go at the activity. I know I've had quite a few um, DMs in the last week of people that have had had a go at doing it. And they've said what a difference it's made, how they've thought about the way they spend their time and how they've almost had an aha moment of, oh, actually, I am wasting so much time doing this particular task. And maybe if I just tweak the way that I manage my time, I can actually have more time then to do things that I love, things with my friends, with my family. So have a go at that if you've not had a chance yet. Now, when we're thinking about the Danes and we're thinking about mindfulness, we know that Being present and being mindful is really key to having that high level of well-being and this is one of the things that the Danes are really good at doing, they're really good at just living in that moment and I think part of that is that they don't define happiness with materialistic stuff like we sometimes can find ourselves doing. So, for example, an expensive watch, a new handbag, and um, maybe a brand new car. These are things that you don't really see or hear Danes showing off about. Instead, they're really trying to create an everyday attitude towards life that avoids chasing something that will only give them temporary happiness. And instead, they're tuning into those simple moments that bring the true happiness in their day. So, for example taking lessons from children and how much fun they might get from um, telling a story in a cardboard box or thinking about going for a little walk with a, a young child and how they dawdle and notice all the flowers around them and they take time to pause. That's something the Danes enjoy doing as well and just thinking about what it is that they really like about that moment and while they're in it they're not thinking about their to-do list or finding themselves walking along with somebody else but not really listening to what they're saying they're really in that moment and they're feeling it with each of their senses so I'm going to share for you now one of my true hugo moments um, but I do want to stress that Hugo moments can happen anywhere. They don't have to happen just on holiday. They need to happen as part of our everyday life as well. But the example I'm going to share with you first is when I was in Alberta in Canada. And we'd been for a wonderful snowshoe walk through the forest. And as we walked along, I noticed that there was a bird with lots of fluffy white hair that was following us. And... It was tweeting tweeting away, and when we sat down to have our sandwiches, it came and sat down next to us. And I remember just feeling really present. I was noticing the beautiful scenery around me. I was noticing the wildlife. I was feeling the fresh coldness on my skin. I was enjoying the taste of the food that I was eating, and I was enjoying the, the company that I was in as well. And that was a really, uh, truly present moment for me. But these moments, as I said, can happen in our normal days. It could be when we're sharing a meal with friends. Perhaps you've been spending the afternoon with them. You might have been in the garden. You might be having a barbecue. And then you sat round the table at the end of the afternoon and you're all talking away, sharing experiences, and you are right there in that moment, the moment of good company, togetherness, food that's really nice, you're appreciating the gorgeous spring weather And you're not thinking that you need to be anywhere else. You've not got any tasks on your mind that you need to get done. You really are living in that moment. It could be that you live in the moment when you go for your daily wellbeing walk. This is something the Danes love to do. Or starting your day with a morning swim. I know the Danes love to have a dip in an ice cold lake or in the sea um, to begin their day. Um, but think about how you can be present and just take that pause to really focus on what it is that's making you feel happy in that moment and what you're noticing with all your senses and I think it really is tuning into the fact that time is taken for consciously making memories as well and it's not saving up all those best moments of our life for weekends for holidays but making sure we're consciously creating those moments every single day. That's how we are going to start to live a happier lifestyle. I'm going to finish this week's podcast by just sharing a few examples of how you can try and find um, presence for you. So perhaps you are feeling as though you're having a little bit of a bad day. Maybe it's feeling really hectic, feeling really busy and you want to really just slow down and reconnect with yourself. Well, an activity that I share in my book on page 28 is box breathing. And this is a great go-to activity to just calm down. Because often when we do feel anxious or stressed, our breathing becomes more rapid. We're taking air in in a much quicker way. and We want to just slow that down. So what we need to do when we're doing box breathing, is we start by breathing in through your nose while counting to four slowly. We feel the air enter your lungs and then you hold your breath inside while counting slowly to four again. Hold your breath and count to four slowly and then repeat these steps at least five times until you feel calmer. You might even find that it's useful to imagine drawing that box um, in your mind as you're doing the breathing. Or if you're sat at a desk, you might just use your finger to trace the outline of a box to really help you with your breathing and focus on those slow, deep breaths. So this is an activity that I have used in my busy teaching days. Um, you know, you could even go off to the toilet if you're feeling really stressed and you just need a few minutes and just sit there and do this activity I've used it when I've been on my travels, and um, we were flying actually over, um, oh, where were we? We were flying to Calgary from, um, no, we weren't. Sorry, I'm getting all my stories muddled up. We were flying from Toronto to Edmonton on a tiny plane in the middle of winter, and we came across some really bad turbulence. And I started to get a little bit nervous. And so I tried the box breathing and it really did just slow my breathing down and make me feel better. And then I was more equipped to handle the flight. So, yeah, give it a try. Let me know. So author Matt Haig tells us that wherever you are, at any moment, try and find something beautiful. It could be a face, a line out of some poetry, the clouds out of a window, it could be some graffiti, it could be a wind farm. But beauty really does clean the mind. So have a go at thinking about how you can find beauty in your day today. And here are just a few examples of little things that you might want to build into your day to help you unwind as well. these are taken directly from my book on page 29. So you might decide to have a meal outside. You might decide to light a candle at mealtimes, water some plants. This is something I love to do in the spring, summer. Um, On a nice evening, go out into the garden, And I think just watering the plants is a lovely sensory calming activity to do to finish the day. You might decide that you want to walk the dog, washing your face. I know it sounds silly and it's just a little thing, but if you're not feeling too great, just take a moment to give your face a wash or... If that's not possible, maybe you're in the middle of a work day, try running your wrists under some water, some cold water, and maybe give yourself a little hand massage and that'll help you feel much better. Trust me on that when it really does work. Spend some time in nature. Maybe you could colour a page of a colouring book. You could drink some herbal tea. You could tune in and listen to the songbirds, flick through a magazine, drink a glass of water, Often when we're not feeling too great, it's actually because we're dehydrated. So if you're not feeling too good, you've got a headache, maybe you've got brain fog, go have a pint of water and see how the difference it makes you feel is. Um, Open the windows, open the blinds, let some natural light in, maybe play your favourite song. This is always good to do um, on your way home. Maybe if you're walking, you could put a song on in your ears or if you're in the car, you could play something. And then lastly, um, read a chapter of a book. Again, just clear off into another world and just use your imagination to find that happiness. Okay, so that's it for me for this week's podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I've said, we are focusing for the next um, season of our podcast all about my book, Bringing Hugo into the Early Years. And if you've had chance to read the book, I would really love it if you could leave a review for me over on Amazon. Um, and if you're able to do this and take a screenshot of it and send me a DM or an email. I'm able to give you um, a £5 voucher for my Etsy store, so it really is worth your time doing and it really helps me as well because the more people we can make aware of the book, hopefully the more early educators and families we can help to feel better and to feel happier and less stressed. Okay, well I hope you have a really lovely weekend. We're going to go into the garden I think this afternoon and I've got some more seeds that I'd like to try and plant and I can just try and soak in a little bit of the sunshine and nice weather while it lasts. Okay well take care and I'll be back next week. Bye!